Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Thank you for joining for another episode of E-Ticket to Broadway. Here, we all love the Disney parks, so on the count of three, I want you to shout out the name of your favorite ride. Are you ready? Okay, one, two, three. I really hope someone just screamed, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, in their car. I truly hope you're enjoying these episodes. It would mean so much to me if you could leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Let's spread that Disney magic. Another way to support the podcast is by joining on Patreon. Not only do you get to help the podcast and Gilana's fund, you get really awesome gifts, like Miguel from Spain, one of our new e-ticket members, who gets to share his Disney journey with all of you. Thank you for being a supporter of E-Ticket to Broadway on Patreon, Miguel. You shared that the first Disney park that you went to was Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World. So what was it like finally going to a Disney park? Was it just overwhelming? It, it was. It's, it is right now for me just trying to remember. I have so many feelings right now just by remembering them. Um, and it's... <laughs> I, 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 it's funny because it's Hollywood Studios, 2015. Right, uh, <laughs> right. It's uh, yeah. You didn't start with the Magic the, Kingdom. It's... it's not the pinnacle of Disney <laughs> theme park, but um, there was something um, that I was so eager to see, and that was fantastic. Um, I had been reading for so many years about that show. I didn't know what it was like. Uh, I don't think I ever saw a YouTube video before. Um, so when I saw that in that, um, how to call that, auditorium or amphitheater? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. There was an energy before uh, the show was started. Uh, people making the waves and uh, the music. It was like a party, you know? And uh, when the show started, oh my God, that music. 
and 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 Mickey and well, I, I don't need to explain how the show works. <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody knows it. Ah, but that ending, oh my god, um, I I I cried, David. I literally cried. Thirty-seven-year-old grown-up. <laughs> I know, yeah, but um, and I still feel that every time that I have the chance to listen to the music, which I do uh, from time to time, um, those feelings come back and it's amazing. And yeah. uh, that's, I think that's why I fell in love so hard with the Disney theme parks, because that was my first experience and uh, <laughs> it was amazing. I remember when Fantasmic opened in Disneyland and it was, mm -hmm. you know, well before the internet. And when I came back to tell my friends about it, it was really hard to explain. I was like, it's live yeah, because it's like, animation and yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a Bohemian Rhapsody in the <laughs> sense that it's it's not a, how can you describe that song? So it's, it's so different. There's so many different parts and Fantasmic, it's it's the same it's there's two minutes and then it's a completely different show and then a completely different show and you have like four or five different parts in it and each of them so different you have a favorite part of phantasmic well the ending yeah i agree and that at the moment that chip comes and full of characters and the music begins with that Fun fire and when Mickey <laughs> appears on top of the mountain, and that music I, again, uh, it's 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 amazing what that music makes me feel, um, and the fireworks. I think it was the first time that I saw like fireworks that were synchronized with the music. Um, I was just like with my mouth open. And my eye is crying. I, I said that before. Um, and uh, I, I, yeah, the ending, the ending. What can I say? It's my favorite part too. I love it. And Disney ruined fireworks for me because anytime I see fireworks without music, I feel very let down. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I understand, yeah. But, but Fantasmic's great. We love Mickey Mouse. We love the idea we of do. fighting evil and it, you know, we do. imagination and... You know, there's a lot of uh, changes that have been made over the years, and sometimes mm -hmm. we like them, sometimes we don't. But I think that ending that stays intact is just. I I think I get you because I had the chance to see Fantasmic in Disneyland. Uh, when was it? 2016, 17. That was the new show. That was. Um, yeah. It was the new show already, and. Uh, Oh, those arrangements. Mm, mm, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah, you can yeah. choose any episode of E-Ticket to Broadway to hear how I really feel if you can listen <laughs> <laughs> to the subtext. So, Miguel, Stitch, your favorite character. Yeah. You love him. I see him behind you right now on your shirt. It's great. <laughs> you know, have you met Stitch in the parks? I did. I did, yeah. Uh, I think a couple of times, yeah. Because I, I've been to Disney World twice. Um, the next day I went to Hollywood Studios, I went to Magic Kingdom and I just, I was looking for Stitch, basically. That was like my main goal that day. 
and uh, it goes great. But then the second time was like way better because I I had like a whole uh, interaction with him, and um, I, I I wore my hat here. There you go. Oh, there it is. Um, it's a great stitch hat. I had a Hawaii shirt, and uh, well, you could definitely see that. Stitch was my favorite character, you know. Uh, so it was great. It's it's like, again, that was like, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was forty years old when that happened. I, that was the reason I went to Disney World that second time. By the way, to celebrate my fortieth birthday, and um, uh, I just felt like a kid. It's amazing what they do, and and it's uh how can I explain it? I think I can't. Not with my English. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, everybody I, understands me. It's true. It's true. And and we talk a lot about it on the podcast when we get to see Mickey in the parks or our favorite characters. There's just like a, we become that kid at heart and really just yeah. embrace the because, magic. Because it is Mickey. It is. And Mickey. it is Stitch. It is. That's right. It definitely is. And when I get to see Dopey in the parks again one day, it is Dopey. You know, unfortunately, he's not around much. <laughs> Being so close to Paris, you have you gone yet or no? Yeah, I've gone twice. But after that first um, visit in to, uh, to 2015, yeah, that's right. I, 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 I forget the, the years. Sorry. It's been like mm, twice in Disney World, Disneyland twice in Paris and then Tokyo in just the last five years. So it's like wow. all scrambled in my, in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I went twice. The first time was in winter, which uh, it can be magical and nice, but not for me. I don't it was like cold, them. yeah. When yeah. I've been there, yeah, it was very cold. Yeah, it, it was because I grew up going to Disneyland in California. Going to a Disney park mm -hmm. where there was snow or wearing winter jackets was very confusing for me. It it must be. It must be. Um, then the second time was in June, so perfect weather, and it was also the twenty fifth anniversary of the park. So, yeah, everything was um, like refreshed and repainted and. Well, it felt it felt like a, um, a big celebration that you had to go to. So, yeah, and I, I, I like Disneyland Paris, don't get me wrong, but um, there's nothing like the originals. There's nothing like the originals. Yeah. Or the originals. Sorry, I know that you're a land boy, uh, <laughs> but but for me, for me, uh, it's like Disney World is also original, you know, in terms of comparing it with Paris. You can say like the parks where Walt really had a hand in the planning. Exactly. You know, he yeah. was very aware, of course, of Walt Disney World. And I think you can say like Walt's influence on those parks mm -hmm. is clear. Well, Miguel, because it's E-Ticket to Broadway, I want to play a quick game with you. This is Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two right. options. Just let me mm -hmm. know which one you prefer, okay? And if okay. you can't answer, that's okay. I don't want to give you pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so first one, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Epcot or Animal Kingdom? Oh, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tweed <laughs> Tweedledee or Tweedledum, <laughs> Jack Sparrow or Captain Hook? Uh, um, 
Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, maybe it's it's hearsay, but I'm going to say Jack Sparrow. I'm okay. not a big fan of Peter Pan in general. Oh, wow. Sorry. I mean, Sorry. this was me really asking if you prefer Phantasmic 1.0 or 2.0. And you oh. just answered 2.0. No, it's okay. <laughs> you tricked it's okay. me. I did trick you. you. Tricked I, did, me. I, did. I did. I did. But that's okay. Because Jack Sparrow is fun. But. The thing is, uh, I saw Fantasmic in Hollywood Studios, and that has Pocahontas in it. Yeah, yeah, right. You're no, right. No, no Peter Pan, right? No Peter Pan. No. Oh, that's right. I love Pocahontas. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, The Lion King or Aladdin? Um. Mm, 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 mm. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's say Lion King. Great. And the final one, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, It's a Small World or The Enchanted Tiki Room? <laughs> um, well, uh, <laughs> boy, this is hard. Um, it's a small world. It's a classic. I know Tiki is too, but I mean, that song, oh, well, I mean, I would say the same about Tiki. Uh, I just have to decide, you know, uh, one of them it's a small world has my vote they're both great sherman brothers did a great job with the music exactly but, but yeah it's a small world is such a iconic the message song. you know that message it's so powerful even these yeah. days or it should yeah. be i agree uh, i mean look you're in spain i'm in the states and we're chatting yeah. it's a small world it's a small world after all E-Ticket to Broadway has brought us together, which is very exciting. Uh, well, Miguel, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and Gilan is Fun. On My Patreon. pleasure. And thank My you for pleasure. your time today. And thank you. To learn more about the Patreon benefits and to sign up, as well as learn more about Gilan is Fund, please visit www.eticketpodcast.com. Now let's get to it. She was seen on Broadway in On the Town, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, on a clear day you can see forever and American Idiot, grab a Dole Whip and please welcome Alicia Umfris. Alicia, you beautiful Broadway beltress, welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to talk about uh, Disney parks? Born ready. I know. I. It's very bizarre that we haven't really talked about this because... I don't know if you remember this. We actually met back in 2012 when I was doing a benefit that was canceled by Hurricane Sandy, and I asked you to sing Zero to Hero in a benefit, and now we're talking about Disney. It's all very full circle. I mean, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. When did you start going to the Disney parks? Uh, so I grew up in California, in Northern California, and I so my first introduction was obviously Disneyland. And we would go, I don't know, I wouldn't say once a year, but like maybe once every couple years. And then when I was 11 or 12, we went to Disney World. We had a big vacation to Disney World. And I actually, I might have been younger than that. This is such a great story already. I only remember I was, ever, I was the age that I was a little too young to go watch the MMC be recorded. Oh, but, wait. That was a possibility? Yeah. You no. No, 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 I did go, but we had to like 
convince them because they were like, uh, that age demographic is just, they're going to get bored. There's so much stopping and starting. It's not fun. It's not like you're just watching an hour, you know, tape it. It's like, it'll take hours. And they start, you know, we know, we know how it goes now in the biz, Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. um, they, they recommend a certain age, uh, to watch the in-studio tapings. And I was too young for it, but because I was so obsessed with um, the Mickey Mouse Club. Obviously, oh we where they were like, she's an actor, like she's a performer. That's all she wanted to do. It was like her number one thing she wanted to do when she came to Disney World. So they let me in, and my mom said classically that I was bored as hell. <laughs> <laughs> in a matter of moments, I was like, can yeah. we go, please? Can we leave? And so Disney knows best, I guess. They do sometimes, but like, let's sometimes. talk about MMC and how cool it was. I mean, like, I was obsessed with MMC as a kid. Oh my God. Yes. Christina, Brittany, Justin, Ryan Gosling. I mean, well, I like it was. Carrie Russell. What's yeah. funny is Dee Dee Magno Hall, who was an MMC member and also in the party is a Broadway star. She was a guest on the podcast. I have to connect you to. Oh my God. I must, I must do. Lindsay Alley. Lindsay Alley. She was on the scene for a while. Yeah, we would. Um, she'd come and sing at this a thing I, I used to host um, years ago called the After Party at the Lori Beachman, and I was like so starstruck when I met her because I was like, "Oh my god, you were on MMC." <laughs> she was like, "I recognize you. You were really bored at my taping." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hardly. <laughs> when you went to Disney World for the first time, was it crazy different for you than Disneyland? Um. Yeah, I just remember like how much bigger everything was and more spread out. I mean, I even now, because now I go to Disney World more often just because my uh, husband's sister works there. So we go, we get, you know, we get free tickets and we get yeah. to go often. Um, so I went to Disneyland recently. I've actually been a couple of times in the last maybe three or four years. But the first time I had gone back to Disneyland after sort of exclusively going to Disney World, I was like, whoa, this is tiny. Just the fact that you could be in line for a fast pass at one park and then be like, oh my God, our fast pass is almost ready at California Adventure. And you can just sort of like oscillate between the two parks yeah. in no time. Like you could, ne you Disney World could never. They could never. And like, I'm similar where I was at Disneyland growing up. And then my first time at Disney World, I was put off by, I was like, I have to get on a tram and a monorail and a boat. Yeah. I was like, but that's yeah, sort but of part of the adventure. I guess. It's just so humid for me. I'm so delicate. I know. But I hear you. If you have that fast pass for Space Mountain, you can get on Soren. You can be there within 10 minutes. Oh, easy. Because Soren's like right towards the front too. Yeah, totally. Do you have a favorite ride at the parks? Yes. I love Space Mountain. I mean, yeah. I love so many rides, obviously. There's like, it's so hard to choose. But I think my my the one I could probably ride the most... Space Mountain, for sure. Alicia, you shared with me an amazing photo. It was actually a royal proclamation um, that I just want to talk about. And this photo is on our Instagram page. But talk, talk to me about what happened at Disneyland. Well, I think I was like six in that picture, um, and I went to the Sword in the Stone, Sword in the Stone. I went to the Sword in the Stone ceremony, which they would do once a day 
I think once a day. I, I mean, I don't know. If we're being honest, I think they probably did it multiple times a day. I, I'm going to tell you after you tell the story that it's multiple times a day. Yeah, I figured. So, but I'm in my kidding, six- it was just once. In the history of Disneyland, <laughs> it was just one time. It was, that was it. only once. <laughs> Sorry. I mean- Yes. Yeah, so in my six-year-old brain, I was, I was, uh, it was only once and I, we were happening upon it and Merlin was there with all of these squires and knights. And, you know, they had a bunch of, what they would do is, you know, they'd have a bunch of strong adult men come up and try to pull the sword from the stone. And then lastly, they call a child from the audience, from the crowd. And that child was me and they pull, and then they, I'm assuming uh, not to ruin the magic, but I'm I'm assuming that they press a button, <laughs> yeah, I think. and I I yeah. pulled the sword from the stone, and I got to be queen for the day, or for, at least for that hour block, um, depending on how many they do a day. Yeah, well, it says by decree of Merlin of Fantasyland and young King Arthur, let it be acknowledged, Alicia the queer queer queer. So I get yeah. this huge plaque with a, a Polaroid of me with Merlin and everyone of me in the in the afterglow of me pulling the sword from the stone. And Merlin must have been in, in a rush to get on his 10 because, honey, he just yeah. wrote Alicia the Queer, which, yeah. you know, he's not wrong, um, but <laughs> it, it's still hanging in my mom's den office. And I actually, when we were talking and you're like, do you have any older pictures of you at Disney? I said, mom, can you please send the picture of me yeah. from with Merlin? And it surely, my friend Nick used to make fun of me all the time and he's gay. <laughs> well, it is a gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, like you spell your name in a beautiful way. That's unique. And I don't think Merlin caught on to that. It's a little sloppy, but little I will sloppy. say there was, there was one time I was with my sisters um, in middle school and my oldest sister, Gilana was obsessed with Merlin and said like, I know Merlin's an old wizard, but when you get close to him, he looks a little younger. You know, he's probably some you know, college student. And we went to that sword in the stone ceremony like four times because she wanted to be picked and never was. Oh. But you didn't pull it out all the way. It just kind of lifted like a foot. Yeah. 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 I wonder how they choose. It must be like where you're standing, right? Do you think they always pick someone in a certain location or it's just like totally random every time? It's probably the queerest looking child. Uh, yeah. My, at least in my case. Alicia, let's talk international. You've been to definitely Disneyland Paris. Have you been to some of the other international parks? Ugh, no, I'm dying to go to to, to Disney Sea. I really want to go there. Um, I would love to go to Shanghai Disney. Um, you know, Hong Kong, sure. Uh, but I have been to Disneyland Paris twice in the last two years because I know, so wild. I um I did symphony work in Europe the last two Christmases and New Year's. And uh, twice we were in Paris. Um, so we, I went basically like two years ago, my husband and I got married three, three years ago and we delayed the honeymoon by a year as many do. And so when I found out that I had booked these symphony gigs, I was like, okay, perfect. We'll go to London and we'll do London and Amsterdam. And then I'll go for new year's to Strasbourg, France, which is kind of on this, the French German border. And uh, we'd had two New Year's Eve and New Year's Day shows. And then from there, we went to Paris and then Morocco, which was like, so we kind of did like those four, those four 
country cities um, with Strasbourg in the middle. So there was like the pre-honeymoon, the job, and then the post-honeymoon. And so we went to Disneyland Paris because my husband loves Disney too. He grew up going fanatically as a child. Like he really, I wish he could make a special appearance on this, um, but he's in a different location right now. I came to my office, my office space. And um, he grew up going every, all the time. They're Disney fanatics. Um, But so we were like, oh my God, we have to go to Disneyland Paris to kick off our honeymoon. And we surely did. And we got up the next day and flew to Morocco and we were so tired, but it was so fun. Yeah. Disneyland Paris is so beautiful. It is. It's also just both times I've been in the last two years have also been in January, which is a really bizarre time to go because everyone's wearing coats and hats and mittens and all the merch is like, because, you know, we're just so used to going in Southern California or Florida where it's everyone, it's hot almost always. And here it's like, everybody has the glove and hat merch and like (laughs) all the merch is sweaters and um, just like warm weather or cold weather things. So, and that's wild. And there's also weird limits on, you can't just like loiter in restaurants or like walk in and sit down because- you know, it's cold. So they want to keep those for people that are actually eating. So it wasn't like that it was that freezing, but it's just a weird dynamic to be at Disney wearing a coat. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's different. When I was, the last one I was at Disneyland Paris was in December and it snowed. And you were like, yeah. this is weird. Like it's snowing yeah. over the castle. But again, that, uh, listen, Disneyland in California is my heart, but the Disneyland Paris castle is, is I think the most beautiful. It's magical. And then like the dragon layer underneath is so oh, cool. That's one of the, my favorite things about Disneyland Paris for sure. That end, I think their Thunder Mountain is the best Thunder Mountain I've been on. Yeah. It's a and good one. honestly, their Space Mountain, it's like um uh it's like a totally different design. Uh it's not mm-hmm. like really NASA-y. It's like more um I know. Journey yep. to the Center of the Earth, kind of. Yep. Like, um, what's the name of the um, author? Verne. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, Jules Verne. Jules Verne. Yeah. It's yep. very cool. Jules Verne. Yeah. And so you're like, <laughs> you're there waiting to go on it. You're like, this is such a different feel. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, Americans are like space and aliens and dark, and you know the Europeans are like, this is a scholarly expedition. <laughs> yeah. Very Galileo. Yeah. It was cool though. And then our favorite ride at Disneyland Paris is Crush's Coaster. Have you been on it? I haven't. I think it's new-ish, but it's it's in um the studios part. So there's like, you know, it's very much like Disneyland in that way. And it's, you know, Crush from Finding Nemo. And mm-hmm. it's so fun because it's almost like um a uh a, a slightly more youth it's like a younger version of Space Mountain, so it's not as scary. Uh, sure. But you get in a tortoise shell, and so there's two in the front and two in the back. So you either spend half the ride, um, the first half of the ride facing forward or backward, and then there's a shift in the middle of the ride, and then you do the last half backwards or forwards. But it's inside, it's outside, like test track for a little bit. But it feels like you're riding the stream, like how how Crush, how the turtles in the movie are like riding on the stream. And so the whole, it's very like fluid and bouncy. And my favorite part of that ride is when you're waiting in line um, and you get to like closer and closer as the ride, the line ends, um, you're in like a dock and you see all of the seagulls from the movie and they're all like, mine, 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 mine. Um, and it's kind of annoying because you're waiting for a long time and you just hear it over and over again, but 
it's really cute that they're all like, mine, mine, mine. Highly recommend. Yeah, when Finding Nemo the musical comes to Broadway, Alicia Umfris as the seagulls. I'll do it. I'll play, the, I'll, I'll play them all. <laughs> also, I, I wish that the podcast was a visual journey because the way you demonstrated with your body that ride and how it moved was, she's a dancer. It was very I exciting. Mean, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, mover, mover, a mover. 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 <laughs> I'm joined by some of our listeners, including uh, HTTPS. Janelle and Jay Collister, and asking, "Do you have a favorite Disney song?" Oh, I mean, anything from Hercules, probably, because like the, it's the best. The best score, yeah, yeah, it's the best. Um, and I do love "When You Wish Upon a Star." It's just like it just reminds you of Dis- the Disney parks and like just Disney all encompassing. Probably because it's also before it's the the graphic for the production, it's like, do, 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 but it's magical. It is. And also when you go through the Disneyland castle, that's the song you hear. Yeah, it is. It's a great song. But anything. I love go the distance. Um, it's like my favorite lead, you know, one of my favorite, I want songs. Um, yeah. and I love, oh, I love baby mine from Dumbo. It's the sweetest song. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> Alicia, it's time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) I have faith in you. It's going to be great. Okay. It's just like pulling a sword out of the stone. You can do it. (laughs) There's no magic button needed. Alicia, what is your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Hercules. Name a ride in California Adventure. Soren. Name any Disney bird. Uh, Zazu. Who is your favorite Disney princess? Uh, mm, I guess Ariel. Name a song from American Idiot. <laughs> too much too soon. Favorite snack in the parks? Dole Whip. Name any toy in Toy Story. Um, Buzz Lightyear. 
Oh, did I make it? Judges? Yes, you made it. That's so exciting. That's well good. done. Zazu. Is that pretty Didn't good? expect that. That was great. Well, I, I, that was just the first one that popped into my head. I think I was thinking of Iago and then Zazu just came. What are other like, famous birds? Well, Madam Cluck. Oh, yeah. Right, of course. <laughs> Donald and Daisy. Uh-huh. Like half of the supporting cast from Snow White and Cinderella. Yeah, it's true. So let's talk about this. Dole Whips. You're a fan. It's my favorite. Have you ever made them at home? I've never made them at home, but David, boy, do I have something to tell you. So at our wedding, okay, uh, we wanted to have a little homage to, you know, we didn't want to, we, we're not, we're not, we love Disney, but we're not like Disney wedding people. No tea, no shade, no judgment for those who are. Live your dreams, live your truth. Um, but we did want to have a little homage to it somewhere. And uh, my friend, um, Zach Young, who I went to college with, who is now a, f- a big deal pastry chef and like famous on the Food Network. He like judges all of those cake baking, whatever. But um, we went to the Boston Conservatory together. He so graciously did the most amazing dessert spread for our wedding of just all of my favorite things like sugar cookies, you know, lavender flavored marshmallows, like everything. So it was like little bites of all of these things. And then like a funfetti cake covered in galactic. It looked like the galaxy. Um, it was just like a bride and groom cake. Cause we didn't really have formal cake. We just had something to cut and then be like, dessert is served. But the only thing extra that we did on the side was we hired a woman and she came in and brought her Dole Whip machine and made Dole Whip floats. Or you could, you could, you could get a number of ways. You could get regular Dole Whip, you could get Dole Whip floats, and you could also get Dole Whip floats with floaters of alcohol like they do at <laughs> Animal like Kingdom. California Adventure. Oh, yeah. Or Cal- yeah. Um, and so you could have a float of tequila or rum in your Dole Whip float. And they were a hit, honey. Yeah, of course. That's so yeah. cool. I really like, cool. I, I'm with you. You know, I, I, I'm not married. But I always think like everyone's like, you want to get married at Disneyland? It's like, no, that's not. Yeah. But the only Disney influence I want at my wedding is I want Mickey Mouse to be the usher. That's it. Fabulous. That's all. I just think it'd be super fun as you come to my wedding and it's like Mickey Mouse is the one to be like silently, just like gesturing to like sit down, hands you a playbill. Playbill. Yeah. Oh hands you a playbill. I get it. <laughs> that's what this podcast is. Disney meets Broadway. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. When you design your own wedding, you can do whatever you want because it's your day. And uh, we were like, this will be our nod to Disney. And also it's delicious. And also the reason, the big reason we wanted to have Dole Whip, Dole Whip, the, emph- the emphasis <laughs> <laughs> um, was because it uh, we wanted to have a vegan dairy-free option for our friends that are vegan and dairy-free. And that ticked yeah. all the boxes. We're like, it's delicious and you can get it with alcohol if you don't drink, without, if you're vegan, great. If you're dairy-free, great. So it just ticked all the boxes. So there was just, um, if they couldn't have any of the other desserts, they could have that. It's trivia time. Oh, boy. Alicia, here is your moment of trivia, and I have total confidence that you're going to nail this. Uh. Of all of the international parks, which Disney park features the fastest Space Mountain as well as the fastest Big Thunder Mountain? Oh, the fastest? I mean... 
I want to say maybe Shanghai because it's the newest. That's incorrect. You literally oh. earlier on talked about how great it was in this park. Paris. I know. Well, I Paris. wanted to go there, but the problem is I haven't been to the other one, so I don't know, you know? What's funny is this question I came up with earlier before we had this interview, and as you were talking about how great their Big Thunder is, I was like, does she know? Well, no. it is so great, though, because the what I, what I can say about that Big Thunder that will not get me any bonus points, but what is so cool about wait, it is wait, that it's- Wait, judges? No, you actually can get bonus points. That's... Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're is that, Well, wait, wait till you hear it first. No, is okay. that it's it's on its own island. So it like actually yes. goes over you like, it's so cool. And you see the haunted mansion, Phantom Manor, as they call it at Disneyland Paris. Bonus Fan point. Bonus point. Um, <laughs> yeah. it is like up to the left of it. And you see that when you like come out and you're like going in the water and it's so cool. It's so fun. It's beautiful. I mean, like, again, Paris has so much beautiful landscape it's just cool but but yeah i mean like big thunder you immediately just go underwater and then you yeah. emerge on this island but yeah and space mountain in paris is the only one that has an inversion oh yeah yeah but it's hard because yeah. i have a handicap because i haven't been to three of the parks in asia so i d i just figured oh you know the new the technology they would like make it although i do hear where is it supposed to have the best pirates it's like shanghai Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Alicia, here comes our next game. It's called Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options and you let me know which one you prefer. The first Tweedledee or Tweedledum, The Enchanted Tiki Room, or It's a Small World? Enchanted Tiki Room, hands down, no contest. Is that because it's proximity to the Dole Whip stand? It is that. It is also the vibe. It is also, I love it. Uh, so <laughs> my, my husband and I recently bought a, we bought a car, um, like an old beater, an old 2002, you know, just to get us from point A to point B. Because um, we live in New York City. So it's, you know, silly to have a car in New York City. This is why it's like, you know, anyway. And uh, Cody had been gifted or... Or I think his sister had sent it to him one time, and it's a double disc CD of all of the music from the parks, so from all the rides. Yeah, you know. And yeah. so well, I have the six album from the fiftieth. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, ours is a a, a, a measly too. But um, when we got the car, you know, it's a two thousand two Camry XLE, so it was really nice in two thousand two. It was like the nicest model. But it has a tape deck and a CD player, and we were like, okay, let the good times roll. Yep. And that's the fun fact. It's the only CDs that we have in the car in the glove compartment is the double disc <laughs> from Disney parks. So it's just like the grim grinning ghosts. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> um, but the Tiki room, it just puts me in a good mood. I just like, I love it. It's so fun. Tweedledee or Tweedledum under the sea or friend like me. Oh, um, under the sea. Okay. I'm with you there. Yeah. It's just so fun. It's a delight. I mean, so is Friend Like Me, but. Yeah. What's funny is at the end of Under the Sea, when you go back to watch it and like the big climactic, they're all pointing at Ariel and she's gone. When you watch it, you're like, oh, it kind of ends in a sad moment because like the fish worked so hard on that production number. But when you just listen to the song in your CD player, it's great. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Olaf or Mushu? Oh, so this is very controversial because oh. I've 
David. You've never seen I've Frozen. I've never seen Mulan. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> Wait. I know. Twist, right? Plot well, twist. Here's the thing. I'm so excited to see the live action. And also, I, I know my friend Ashley Park. Yeah, she's Asian. Um, but she was she is horrified that I've never seen Mulan. And I think we made a promise that I would my first time watching it would be with her. So I think I'm just waiting for that day to come. But at least I knew who Mushu was, though. I mean, like, that's good for not knowing. I, I, I have never seen it. I know it's crazy. Listen, Mulan has some problematic things that we are very aware of in 2020. However, yeah. that movie is so great. No, I know it's good. And she's like a warrior and it's very like female empowerment and I need to watch it. I want to. You know what? Ashley be damned. Ashley be darned. Maybe tonight I'll just Disney Plus it and I'll watch it. Whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I guess by default, Olaf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Final Tweedledee or Tweedledum, The Incredicoaster or Space Mountain? Oh, I mean Space Mountain, but The Incredicoaster is so lit, Mary. It is so fun. Because it's like the biggest, fast, it's just like a real old school roller coaster. I do love it. It's so fun. But I think also because it's at Disneyland and like it's only at Disneyland, which makes it a novelty. But, you know, Space Mountain is my girl. She's my OG. Okay. Yeah. But Incredicoaster is incredible. So It is. And also any ride that drops me off by a cookie stand is my favorite. Yeah. Plus you got to give it up for the single rider rides oh, and yes. Incredicoaster is a good single rider. Yeah, it is. Crush's Coaster, fun fact, is also a single rider. Yeah. So know that when you go. Sometimes I'm hesitant about telling my friends and listeners what are what single rider or not, just because I don't want those lines to get too long. Okay. Cut it out. Edit it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. it's a... <laughs> Tell no secrets. Alicia, you sang I Can Cook Too on Broadway when you starred in the revival of On the Town, and so many Disney characters can also cook. So it's time to play I Can Cook Too Disney Edition. I'm going to share the name of a dish or treat that a Disney character is known for making, and I need you to tell me which character makes or cooks that. So put on your apron, and here we go. I Can Cook Too, beignets. Who is known for making beignets in the Disney catalog? Uh, Tiana. You are right. It is Tiana. Ooh. Well done. You're doing well. I'm going to say it right now. These get a little challenging because. I bet. Disney, I bet I probably don't know the names of like, I know like the chef from Ratatouille is probably in there. I'm not sure his name. I don't know. Okay. Like let's calm down. But, like <laughs> As long as we like stay in the world, I'm, I'm here to help. Okay. I can cook two. A gooseberry pie. Gooseberry pie. Is that one of the flora, fauna, or merryweathers? It's mm. not. Mm. You're really close. You like aimed right for like the same kind of era of Disney. Yeah. Uh, is it Gus Gus? Mm. No. No. I'm just going to tell know. you. It's Snow White. Oh, really? I know. Because remember when she's making a pie and then the the evil old hag comes? Yeah. She's making a gooseberry pie. 
Wow. And like, what is a gooseberry? That is the question of the podcast. What is a gooseberry pie? It's actually a real thing. I looked it up, but. I believe it's a real thing. Huckleberries are real too, but it's like, what do they taste like? And don't forget she, um, with, you know, like the rest of the crust spells out grumpy, which is oh, really yeah. cruel. She's choosing favorites. Yeah. yeah. Well, what a here's number three. It's anticlimactic. I can cook too. Ratatouille. <laughs> it is? That's the name of the dish, ratatouille. Oh, the chef on the chef. What's his name? Yeah. The rat's name is Remy and the human is Linguini. So good job. You knew the movie. And have <laughs> you been on that ride? Yes, it's so fun. It's like one of the most lit rides at Disneyland Paris. And actually, they're but they're building it at Epcot, right? Yeah, that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Near France. <laughs> In the back of France. Okay, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I can cook too, number four. The gray stuff. Oh. Lumiere. I mean, the, whoever I mean, the you, yes. chef on staff at, at the, yeah. the Beast Castle is. Yeah, I think you answered that perfectly. Well done. You are three out of four. Really okay. nice. Okay. Oh, I'm really sad about this next one. I can cook too. Porridge with bacon and eggs that is happy to see you. Porridge with bacon and eggs that is happy to see you. Winnie the Pooh? No, it's it's Mushu. Uh, it's, <laughs> when you watch Mulan finally, you're really going to love that moment. Take my word for it. <laughs> I can cook two. Number six, spaghetti with meatballs. Ah, oh, this is the night. It's a beautiful night. But what's the she- what's that guy's name? His name is Chef Tony. Oh, Chef Tony. Oh, right, Tony's. Yeah, of course. Yeah, great. Lady in the Tramp. Good job. Of course. Doing very well. Number seven, stuffed crab. Oh, um, uh, the chef from Little Mermaid. Correct. Technically, his name is Chef Louis. Oh, also Louis. Oh, no, that's, yeah, no, Tony, it's, Louis. It's Got like it. the stereotypical, like, name a French guy, uh, Louis? Louis? Name an Italian guy, mm, Tony? <laughs> Wait, do you know what I want to talk to you about, David? Yeah. Because this is one of my favorite things, Disney thing to like, of trivia, or like, let's just get to the bottom of it to talk okay. about. Yep. Where does The Little Mermaid take place? Okay, I literally watched this movie with my nephews recently, and looked into it, and I was like, that is correct. Because there's palm trees, right? Which is bizarre. That would put it more Mediterranean. However, the source material is more like, you know, in the Netherlands. Denmark. Yeah, but there are palm trees and all that waterway. And the Caribbean, Sebastian's Caribbean, but then yes. there's a French chef, but then Grimsby is British. I mean, like, right. ever, it is just... A hodgepodge of nonsense. Where are they? <laughs> I know. You're right. And I look to Disney for all my geographical research. Like, yeah, the forefront. The if I had to, th- I actually think it's like in the Caribbean. I think it's like an, it's like a French founded, sure. um, a French colonized island in the Caribbean. That's what I think. Yeah. Because, But again, like, then you have to like, we've already suspended our disbelief that the crab speaks English. Right. So then actually, maybe I take it back. Maybe it's like the South, maybe it's like France or it's like the South of France. Like he's in like the, you know? Yeah. 
like Capri. It's just weird because like most every other movie, you're like, oh, yes, they're here. Like Sleeping Beauty is France or yeah. Snow White's yeah. Germany, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, where is The Little Mermaid, though? Because it is supposed to be Denmark. I mean, that is the source material. Mm -hmm. It does not seem like Denmark. Final three for I Can Cook Two. Okay. A towering birthday cake with three cups of flour. Uh, Alice in Wonderland? Or is it Cinderella? It's neither. Oh. In which movie is there a towering birthday cake with three cups of flour? Towering birthday cake. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. It is from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yes, Aurora's it. turning 16. Oh, right. I said yeah. that one before. You did. I know you did. That's okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, these next two are getting a little more challenging, believe it or not. Um, okay. So, but I'm in this with you. And the good news is it's it's just for fun. So I can cook two. <laughs> Many different dishes, a salad, a casserole. It's hard to tell because the ingredients fly into the air. I'm going to give you a hint. This Disney character was purchased into the Disney world. Oh. So someone from Star Wars? You're in the right mindset. It's not Star Wars. Uh-huh. Flying in the air? Lots of different types of food? In this character's name is the word chef and he's a Muppet. Oh, sh uh, yeah. Chef. And he's the Swedish chef. Oh, Swedish chef. Yeah. Yeah. That one was hard. But how uh, funny. Oh, cause because he's always like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And the final one in one of my favorite Pixar movies, tamales. Um, uh, mm, tamales. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna tell you. Well, it's from Coco. That's well, I, I that's what I was thinking, but I couldn't remember yeah. the name of it. <laughs> and the character like, is. Oh, abuela. Say, yeah, abuelita. Abuelita, uh, it's a mini abuela. Abuelita. Yes, exactly right. Well. You did very well for I Can Cook 2 Disney Edition. Thank you for playing along. I don't know. I think I did just okay, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> now let's hear from some of you. Uh -huh. Alicia, here come some questions from your fans. The Lauren Vaughn asks... Which Disney princess would you want to visit Smokey Joe's Cafe? Oh. Um, probably Tiana because she's from New Orleans and like she could get she could get down with the music, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She could hang. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> yeah. Emma Doty 10 asks, what is your favorite sit-down restaurant in Walt Disney World? Ooh, Walt Disney World? Yes. 
Ooh, this is a good one because there are so many. Cause like it, you could pick something off, you could pick something at one of the resorts too, right? Yes. Um, oh, I think Ohana at the Polynesian. Okay. That food is so good, except you always leave there being just so full, but yeah. it is delicious. <laughs> Ohana means family. That's right. Yeah. It's the Olive Garden. That would be a great overlap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marley underscore Armstrong asks, what is your Disney dream role in either a movie or a musical? Oh, easy. I mean, Meg, for sure. Great. But probably Ursula eventually, too. <laughs> okay. Just the range. Your range the is range. so great. The range. What am I saying? The magnificent, the marvelous, oh, yeah. oh, the mad mad of him. Yes. That Final is answer. It. Yeah. The Kid Called Potsy asks, if you could option up any iconic Disney line, what line would it be? And please demonstrate. Oh, my God. Um... Your way off base, I won't say it. Get off my case, I won't say it. Yes, I I support that very much. (laughs) That was very exciting. Wow. Do you have any crazy stories of any of your trips to the Disney parks? I mean, probably a bunch, but the that's appropriate for the podcast. Yes, I have yes. one um, that uh, my friends, uh, Danny and Connor, before, um, before I met my husband and went a lot to the parks with him, um, I started going pretty annually for food and wine with my two good friends, Connor and Danny. Um, cause Danny's from Orlando. So we would stay with his family and, um, his stepdad would ride the boat from the transportation center to, uh, magic kingdom. So we got free passes because he was an employee. Um, and we were on splash mountain one time and we had already finished the ride. Like we'd gone down the big drop. We were like nearing the end. The end was so near for us to get off and it shut, it stopped. And it was like, we were experiencing hey, partners, we're whatever it is, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Stay inside the log and we'll be moving shortly or whatever. For like what felt like an eternity, but probably in actuality was like 30 minutes, which is such a long time. Yeah, especially if you're still like kind of wet and uncomfortable. Yeah, and it was like later in the day. It wasn't like it was scalding hot Orlando time. It was like probably in the evening, like seven-ish. And so it was getting kind of cold. Anyway, that's just to say that we were in the boat for so long and I noticed that there was an outlet in the ride, like kind of up a little bit. And I grabbed my phone charger from my purse and I, my phone was losing juice. And I, I took, I seized the moment. I took the moment and I plugged in my phone and I charged it (laughs) until they made us get out of the logs and we had to walk off of the ride and go through the set and it lost all its magic. So the very least I could do was- Uh Uh-uh. I don't think so. Like, that's (laughs) like, it's literally like when that audience member at Hand to God went on stage to charge their phone. It's exactly like that. But it is. it was on a piece of stucco near a (laughs) a log and no one was around. So And that outlet actually worked. (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alicia, if you were to be in a Disney parade singing for that entire stretch of Main Street, what song would you be singing and what characters would be on the float with you? Um, Probably I would have a new float and I would do like a very um, fresh take on the Tiki Room uh, song and then I'd have all of the birds from the tiki room around me. I'd be like, oh, in the tiki, 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 tiki room, in the tiki, 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 tiki room. Oh, the birds sing words and the flowers bloom in the tiki, 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 tiki room. Hey. Yes. I would listen to that for like the 30 minutes of that parade. I just follow you. Now, would the birds be like Mickey Mouse in the park size birds or like tiki room size birds? Um, I think they'd be like tiki room size bird. Like I would be like on the float in like some sort of Polynesian-y tiki gown. And then they would be like all around me. And I'd be like, if you haven't, it'd be sort of like a walking advertisement for the Tiki Room. I'd be like, if you haven't been, if you're like David and you haven't been to the Tiki Room since (laughs) 2015, what are you waiting for? Grab your Dole Whip and let's go. I would hear you singing that beautiful vocal line and be like, I don't know what's happening, but I want to be there because that was lovely. (laughs) Thank you. Alicia, (laughs) what's the first thing you're going to do the next time you go to the parks? I get Dole Whip. Great. (laughs) Great. Moving on. (laughs) Well, thank you, Alicia. I love that we finally were able to share our love of Disney parks together and chat about Space Mountain and the Tiki Room. This has been so fun. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I had the best time. I could, I could, there's so, so many things we didn't even touch on, you know? We'll have to do another episode. (laughs) Thank you again. And we'll see you at the parks. My favorite villain, however, is the magnificent, the marvelous, Mad Madam Mim. Oh. She's the best. <laughs> that was really exciting. Thank you. And She's such a wackadoo. Oh, boy. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.